Hi, and welcome back to the EMG podcast. My name is Louise, and I'm the content and editorial assistant for Gold Magazine. This week, I'm so pleased and excited to be joined by Andrea Apostle, the UK president of the Healthcare Businesswomen's Association. So nice to have you, Andrea. How are you? Hi, hello, I'm Brielle. Thank you. Enjoying the nice weather that we have nowadays in the UK, right? It is. It's so nice. It's actually quite weird at this time of year. We've had, I think last year we had the beast from the east and uh-huh. now we're just having this really nice warm spring. I think it's entering spring anyway. So we've got International Women's Day just around the corner. And what a better way to support it than by introducing you to our listeners. So could you tell me a bit about yourself? Sure. So um, I like to call myself a double agent. So only because, you know, I have my day job at Pfizer and I'm fortunate enough that my company is a corporate partner of the Healthcare Business Women's Association. And because I've been introduced to it, I've joined three years ago. And this is when I literally started to volunteer with the HBA, going through a set of roles, a set of projects in, in different regions. And at the moment, as you mentioned, you know, I'm leading the UK activities um, for the HBA. I'm also leading this global program that they have. It's a talent development program. and I'm helping with the marketing there um, as well as UK wise. I'm an advisor for the board of trustees for the National Alliance of Women's Organization. So it's my life and it's my volunteer life just to, you know, combine things all together and just, you know, make the best out of it. Lovely. Yeah, we've got a really close relationship with the HBA here at EMJ and we're really big supporters of what you do. Could you tell me how, you told me what you do now, but how you got to where you are and how you became, you know, associated with gender parity through your work and an advocate for it? Sure. Um, so I think we all have our own styles and our own way to define our careers and our lives. And from my perspective, the way I see my career growing so far was by placing it into three strategic pillars. So from my perspective, pillar number one is this having this stretch assignments. So I do have my day job. I have activities that I do on top of my day job. And I'm also doing a set of volunteering activities with different organizations at the moment. So that's pillar number one. Pillar number two, I'm a big fan of networking. I can't, I don't believe that you can succeed without your your network. So that's not going to happen. And then pillar number three, you know, I'm a big fan of uh, mentorship. I've been blessed to have around me people um, who advised me. And basically I am today what they contributed to my development. And um, I also believe in coaching a lot. You know, it just kind of helps you be more self-aware who you are, you know, how can you improve and where you want to go and just work with having like a more structured approach to that. Uh, But also, you know, you need people to sponsor you. So unless, you know, you have someone who believes in you and gives you that opportunity to grow, you know, it's going to be very difficult to, to get there. I think to the second point, how did I get to do like gender parity? Um, I mean, I love and one of the things that I like most is to help people around me. So how do I make impossible look possible for people? And the way I saw gender parity, you know, this is a partnership between men and women. And how can we all contribute to help, 
you know, this, you know, minimize in time? How can we work together? How can we help each other? And from my perspective, it is my way to give back and try to understand how, how I can contribute to the cause. So it's helping others. Yeah, you're talking about men and women helping others there. And it kind of it not fits quite nicely into the theme of this year's International Women's Day, which is balance for better. And I just kind of wanted to touch on the ways that women can elevate and motivate each other in the workplace. So do you have any methods or what methods do you believe that we can use to support other women in the workplace and how can these be integrated towards personal professional goals? Um, I think coming back to what the HBA has as a value proposition, I think it's a very structured way because this is what we're doing here, right? So how do we further the advancement of women in the business of healthcare, right? So. The way we look at things, again, into a very bucketed type of thing, you know, how do you raise awareness, right? So thanks God, you know, this organization is 40 years old, so there's plenty of things that they do have, like, you know, webinars, podcasts. So there's magazines, anything you can imagine, tap into resources. And I think that's one piece of the thing. But then how do you foster those relationships, those purposeful business career connections that can help you get to the next level? And this is where we come into the picture with a set of events and we do a set of them here in London. We have educational events, workshops, networking, like pure networking, smaller networking um, between people. But also we gather together as a group across Europe to bring all the community together. And pillar number three is about you know, how do you how do you implement at a company level those successful talent development practice that would then help accelerate women's development? And there's such a program which is called the HB Ambassador Program, where we work with companies usually that identify high potential um, women to, and men to take part of the program. And, um, you know, looking at the volunteering pool that we have, basically all the things that we're doing operates on terms of volunteering. So for London, for, for example, we are happy to um, have, we're just kicking off activities for 19. And we have a set of, I think, almost 60 people enrolled out of all the 300, 370 members that we have in the team. So things are expanding. There's a set of things that we can do to implement also and just kind of see, okay, what is working here and what can we bring back to our companies to implement so that, you know, it kind of brings things to, to, to the next level and gets those key things that actually make an impact. Great. Thank you. Um, you mentioned the, your, the events the HBA hosts and... For several years now, um, I wanted to bring up one, you've hosted the 3BC Summit, which is Building Better Business Connection Summit. And it's essentially has a purpose of accelerating the business value of women leaders in the healthcare and life sciences industry. So at last year's summit, I know that Vic Peraz from Ernst & Young shared data that better gender balance on the board of, of companies leads to better share prices and better financial performance. And I think research showed that boards with a higher than average percentage of women outperformed those with a fewer than average by 36% on share price. So I wanted to get your opinion on this. And do you think it's essential that we have a 50-50 gender balance? Is that ratio essential for better business performance? I think, you know, numbers are great as long as they're sustained of a story behind it. Yeah. Um, and um, I think it's not necessarily about reaching this point. It's more about... How can you create, you know, an inclusive working place? Because once you have 
you know, a place that, you know, accepts you for who you are, you do have that safe environment where you can basically um, be your true self and be inspired to be to be the best version of yourself. This is where, you know, by being inclusive and making sure that everyone gets a seat at a, at a table, then together we can kind of accelerate and minimize this, this gap that there is at, at this point. And I think in terms of like, how does that help you know the business what's the 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 impact on the business itself um i think you know innovation doesn't come without diversity of thought right so like if you don't have a set of different opinions to generate that you know growth that's not going to happen and also you know from a business perspective women take a lot of decisions in their households right so they are mothers they're wives so they do have quite a, a, a big you know thing to say about how purchasing decisions are made and also talking about clinical trials you will have sometimes you know women not being taken into consideration or not such a big number you know with, with within this space so you know obviously is you have a broad set of of people that are sitting at the same table, men, women, you know, making sure that that, that is put on the table, then you would, you know, bring that innovation to, to leverage your business results. And talking about companies and striving for gender parity, how can they improve internally? So like what specific steps should companies now take to strengthen the leadership path for women? So I think we're also like here in the context of the UK and we all know that companies um, publish their gender pay gap reports and talking about gender parity is first of all being aware that this is happening, right? So as long as we're all in it, we know this is happening, how do we raise awareness about this, right? And then how do you make a plan? What are those key steps that you can take to make a change? So what you can do is, you know, at a company level, ask people, you know, what, where do you struggle? You know, where, where our organization is struggling at the moment to make this progress. And at the same time, you know, there's a set of other um, resources that we can tap into. HB has resources. Um, there's a set of other companies who, who, who published a set of other, you know, resources, just, you know, look around, look inside, look outside, you know, make a plan, select those key action items that would bring things further, evaluate them, see if, you know, they, they really truly make an impact and then see, see where, where things lead really. And also, you know, talking about the HBA, this is the perfect platform where we as a healthcare industry can come together to see how can we accelerate this this gender parity um, journey. Yeah, and going just talking about pharma specifically, how can they attract and retain women, more women, effectively in a senior level position? Well, I think it's again about how do we develop, you know, women to to take on these leadership roles. And, you know, talking from my own experience, you know, how can I be retained, you know, on a leadership role? What I'm doing right now in, in the HBA is typically, typically a leadership role, right? So I manage a PNL, I manage a team of 50 people, I have my own business to run, right? So basically the HBA offers me this stage where I can demonstrate my leadership skills mm-hmm. on whether or not I am a good leader you know, for, for the future. Mm-hmm. So I think as long, you know, as you offer people stretch assignments that can be done through the HBA volunteering, as long as you 
put on their table a set of resources that they, they can tap into you know there's a set of things that you can learn you know how do we how, how you develop yourself you know do you want to take part in a mentorship program do you need coaching do you need a peer network what it is that you need mm -hmm. but at least you know put, put them on the table you know they exist they are here and i think also at the end of the day it's as much as someone can stuck to someone's someone else's development this package but at the end of the day it is your own responsibility to take advantage of it and literally bring your career to to the next level this is the tool use it as someone told me once you know um, imagine the hba is a stage you are on the stage you can transform it in whatever you want it to be yeah. and and just finally do you think that corporate reputation affects the retention of women? Absolutely. I think, you know, the way we perceive things would either, you know, attract us or not to a certain company. So like, who, who on this list of HBA corporate partners do we have? So I think for me, that's a signal in terms of corporate, corporate reputations for that company. Like we do believe in the cause, you know, we are open, you know, to, to develop women. You know, we, we want to do our best for our employees. I think it totally like brings uh, the right signal for companies to build that credibility that they are they are they are supporting women's development and there's there's credibility you know built upon this partnership too. Great. Thank you so much. It's been great to have you here and to have your opinion shared and I can't thank you enough for coming in. It's been a really refreshing talk. If you have enjoyed listening to the words of Andrea and the HBA, last week we had Gold Issue 4 published where we have an opinion piece written by the HBA president, Laurie Cook, and it's all about stall gender parity progress and the steps we need to take now. So it's a great read and I highly recommend that you give it a read if you haven't. Find it on our website, www.emg-gold.com. Thank you so much, Andrea, again, and have a great week, everyone. Thank you so much for having me here and looking forward to the International Women's Day next week. Thank you.